What's doing, everybody? Today is Tuesday, June 20th, and I'm going to break down exactly why Americans, parents in particular, deserve a debate between Dr. Peter Hotez and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Plus, down in Charlottesville, fourth graders are forced to listen to and read a Pride book out loud. And Mel Gibson helps dismantle an international pedophile ring. I'm Alec Lace. This is The Alec Lace Show. What's doing, everybody? I'm Alec Lace, and for the last five years, I've hosted an award-winning podcast called First Class Fatherhood. For the most part, I've done my best to keep politics out of the conversation, but I cannot do that anymore. That is why I've decided to launch a new show, The Alec Lace Show. So hit the follow button, and let's preserve, protect, and fight for the American family together. The future is family. What's doing, everybody? I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to the Alec Lace Show. I'm happy and honored, as always, to be here with you guys. I hope all of you dads out there had a great Father's Day. As long as you weren't in one of them Democrat cities that got shot all over the place. I know Chicago had uh, 55 shootings, nine dead or murdered. Uh, St. Louis, over a dozen uh, people shot. So hopefully you avoided one of these disastrous Democrat cities and enjoyed your Father's Day. I had the pleasure of being on a couple of programs. Uh, I was on The Bottom Line on Fox business. I was on Newsmax for the Sunday Report. I'll share a little bit of clips from those appearances at the end of today's program. If you're listening out there on uh, on Rumble, uh, help me share this broadcast here, get some more people into the live broadcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please hit me with a rating or review. Goes a long way to help me out, help build up the channel and the presence. I've got a few things I want to hit on here and really want to focus mainly on what, what happened late on Father's Day on Twitter, which really just blew Twitter up completely. And that was Joe Rogan quote tweeting Dr. Peter Hotez after he criticized Joe Rogan's interview with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. So this sparked a, a big, big thing on Twitter here between uh, Joe Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Dr. Peter Hotez, who were going, uh, Joe offered them $100,000 to the charity of your choice to come on to Joe Rogan's show and debate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. about the vaccines. So this Dr. Hotez kind of beats around the bush and he doesn't commit to doing the interview. He talks around it. He's got a book that he's trying to sell, so he's trying to promote that. But here's the reason, and I want to break down a few things on this and why, if you're like me, uh, an American that was never vaccinated and felt pressured to get vaccinated, you're really and you had to eat kind of you had to kind of eat shit all throughout this pandemic. If you were unvaccinated, you had to keep listening to people who were telling you like they knew better than you why you should be vaccinated and why you should vaccinate your kids. And no one's ever apologized for any of this. They treated you like you were a second class citizen all through the pandemic. If you didn't wear your mask, if you weren't obeying the rules that were set forth you were looked down upon in this country, and I, I was sick of it. And if you just go back to the beginning of this, none of it made any sense. And I think parents really deserve answers because kids were pulled out of schools, schools were shut down, and we still don't know the long-term damage that that's done to the kids in this country. And it really, the, the silver lining, like when I had Judge Jeanine Pirro on the show, on the Alec Lace show here, uh, she did say, which I agree with, that the silver lining was that parents for the first time kind of got an actual inside look at what the kids were learning in school because they were doing the homeschooling or the online schooling, I should say. Uh, so that was a silver lining, which kind of uh, kind of red-pilled a lot of parents and woke them up and said, wait a minute, what? my kids are learning what? And we'll get to one of those things down in Charlottesville later. 
But I, I had to also face this during the pandemic. I brought on some guests onto my podcast, First Class Fatherhood, Dr. Robert Malone, uh, who was a guy that was involved in creating the technology that's in the mRNA vaccine. That video got banned on YouTube. Clips got banned on TikTok, Facebook, and everything else. And most of his interviews get uh, banned everywhere. And it's just because they don't want you to have any other opinion other than the narrative that is being forced. And that was that the vaccines are safe and the vaccines are effective and the ones that aren't getting vaccinated are going to kill everybody. And what they did was they used shame and they used fear to force people to do things against their own common sense, what their own common sense was telling them to do. They used fear and shame to force people into situations they didn't want to be in. And we still don't have any explanations. Here's what we do know. The president of the United States of America told you that if you got vaccinated, you would not get COVID-19. You're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. You're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Right? So there he is. There's the president of the United States telling people that if you got vaccinated, you will not get COVID-19. We also heard that if you got vaccinated, you would not spread COVID-19. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. All right, there you go. Both of those things were absolutely false. And then Dr. Fauci, now, even the people that were hardcore, you got to get vaccinated. They didn't want to associate. It was like the, the Capulets and the Montagues. Like you couldn't associate with unvaccinated people. They were looked down upon. You like you were on the Titanic and the vaccinated people were up in the first class and the unvaccinated were down in the steerage. That's the kind of way it was in America here. It was almost like uh, drinking from two different water fountains. The vaccinated drink from that water fountain and the unvaccinated drink from this water fountain. And that's how America was during this pandemic with the with this vaccine. And if you questioned it, you were automatically lumped into conspiracy theorist. He's asking a question. But meanwhile, they lied to you. They told you that if you took the vaccine, you were going to get it. And then what happened? The people that were hardcore and got the vaccine got covid. And they were just perplexed. How could I get COVID? I, I got the vaccine. And it kind of made them think a little bit. But here came the answer from Dr. Fauci. He says, oh, you know what happened? You got a rare breakthrough case. That's what happened. So now the people, oh, I got a rare breakthrough case. Turns out millions of people got this rare breakthrough case. So they had to stop using that language. Stop telling you it was a rare breakthrough case. Because everybody that got vaccinated ended up getting COVID. So what was the vaccine actually doing? Oh, well, if you get it, you don't spread it. That turned out to be a lie as well, because if you got it, you could still spread it. And the, here, again, I'm not a, uh, a scientist. I have nothing more than a high school diploma. Uh, I don't have a, a biology degree either, but I do know what a woman is. I've been married to a beautiful one for 18 years, but I don't have any scientific credentials, just a little bit of common sense and a little bit of like looking around me and, and seeing the reactions of what's going on with all these people. But it just seems like to me, natural immunity is what ended the pandemic, not the vaccine. It doesn't even seem like the vaccine did anything. And they'll tell you vaccines save lives, but whose lives did they save? 
the the overwhelming the underneath under the age of 60 if you had no comorbidities the chances of you dying of covid were slim to none the survival rate 99.9% if under 60 no comorbidities everybody that was dying from covid was 70 and above with three or more comorbidities but they keep making it sound like it was killing just naturally healthy people naturally healthy people are dying now though they're dying now since the vaccine came out. But even if you question that, again, you're thrown into this coronavirus conspiracy theorist nut job. Uh, they put you right in that little in, in that little pile over there. So here's this Dr. Hotez who's pushing a book, created his own vaccine. He's got he's got his own vaccine now to add to the mix of these other vaccines that didn't do nothing. So Joe Rogan had had him on his podcast and did an interview with this guy. And here's a guy, he pushes the vaccine so much, they're so much more important than eating right, than exercising, than taking vitamins. Here he is on, a, on in his own words. Listen to him. You take care of your immune system in other ways? Do you take probiotics? Are you cautious about your diet? Um, I'm not as cautious about my diet as I should be. I'm a junk foodaholic, uh, actually. Well, that um, seems like a terrible thing for your it, health. It is a terrible thing for my health and something my wife is uh, working on. But that seems basis. ridiculous for someone who works with health. Yeah. Yeah. What's Somet going on with you, man? Sometimes, man, I just don't Sometimes. get it right. <laughs> do you take vitamins? I don't take vitamins. Really? Yeah. I don't wow. Them. I don't think they do. I don't think they're needed. Because most in the, in the American... What? In the American... Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You don't think they're needed while you're eating junk food? Well, you know, they, hopefully, I'm not only eating junk food. Okay, right? but you know, there's a large body of clinical mm. research on the efficacy of vitamins, mm. especially vitamins D, vitamins. I, B, I have taken vitamin D for periods, for and the periods. recommendation of my internist. Yeah. Yeah. What about essential fatty acids, which mm. are great for your brain? Fish oil, uh, all these different things that are fantastic. Uh, I'm, for I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue with you. What you is got, going you, on you, with you, you doctor? Got, you got it. Hand, you got, on, you got it over me. Yeah. You got to yeah. listen, but it would. You would have a much better argument. Don't you're, you think? You're, you're making my wife stay here. So. If you're taking care of yourself a hundred percent instead of but you just still need, but you still need your vaccines. I'm sure you do, but mm. vaccines aren't going to prevent cancer. And you see how he kind of chuckles there. He kind of laughs like, hey, "Take the vaccines. You got, the vaccines got to get get in there." You know? And it's almost like a joke. It's like a gimmick. It, it, they're pushing this stuff. They're, they're, it, it's vaccine salesmanship, is what it is. The vaccine works for two people. The vaccine worked for two types of people in this world. The ones who made the vaccines and the ones who sold the vaccines. Those are the only two types of people that the vaccines really worked for. And here's a guy, Hotez, trying to make his vaccine work for him. But we were all forced into this. And if you didn't want to take it in the beginning, you were just like, oh, well, why, weren't, why aren't you taking it? Once people took it, they had to now believe that what they took was the right decision. So trying to sway people off of that was very, very hard to do. And you still can't do it. Families have been broken apart. Marriages have ended over this thing. People were fired. Businesses lost. All because of some vaccine that, that had a minimal effect on anybody. And really, in my opinion, did nothing. What did it actually do? It didn't stop you from getting it. It didn't stop you from transmitting it. It didn't stop you from dying from it. If the vaccine worked, there would be not one death of COVID-19 from people that were vaccinated. Not one should be on the record books if this thing worked. But there's plenty of them on the record books. People have gotten the vaccine, got COVID, and died. Oh, those were due to other causes. And again, we have no idea how many people even died of COVID-19 because if you were riding a bike and got hit by a car while you had COVID, they counted it as a COVID death. So nobody knows the true number of people that actually died from COVID.
not with COVID, but died from COVID directly. So stats and all these numbers, everyone can pull these studies out. And now, oh, look, look at this study. Look at this essay. But if you used a little bit of common sense and you watched what actually happened during this, and Joe Rogan is somebody that, you know, took the ivermectin and amongst other things when he got COVID. And you've seen, look at how CNN did this, right? They, they purposely shaded Joe's face to make him look sicker. And, and, then, and then they mocked him by saying, oh, he took horse pills, even though they know that ivermectin uh, is used by thousands of people each week in this world. I mean, specifically in Africa, they use it a lot, but it's, it's, it's a safe thing to take. It's not some kind of dangerous horse deworming pill. There's an ivermectin that is used by patients and by doctors thousands of times a day. But they're telling you that they tried to make light of it. Anything other than the vaccine. It was almost like you didn't need to do anything but just take the vaccine and wear a mask. But the mask was all bullshit, too, because we kept catching the same people that were telling you to wear a mask. We kept catching them not wearing masks. And, and so you, you had to question these things. And say, well, wait a minute. Something, something doesn't seem right. And if something doesn't seem right, most, most of the time it's not. If you use a little common sense. I drove Uber all through the pandemic. All true, right from the beginning, right up, right up to the end. I drove the Uber and I had people getting in the Uber asking me to put on a mask and I always refused. I would never do it. I said, I'm not putting on the mask in my own car. I don't do it. And if you don't like it, get another Uber. And people were so thrown off by that because it seemed like it was like a death sentence if you took your mask off. But the minute they would get out of my car and go into the bar that I was dropping them off, the mask came off, they drank beer, and they were safe somehow. And the logic, like people truly believed it. They believed that if they walked into a restaurant with the mask on, they were safe. And then if they sat down at their table and they were allowed to take the mask off, that they were still safe. And you couldn't convince these people otherwise. Same thing every time I flew during the pandemic. I flew quite a bit and you had to wear the mask unless you were eating. I always kept a bag of chips and would always just every time the stewards come out, put a chip in my mouth. I was safe because I was eating a chip and people believed this stuff. Now, I did have the mask. I had the fake mask with the, from uh, fakemaskusa.com. Uh, it was a, uh, it looked like a real mask, but it was, you know, screened off so you could breathe right through it. I got it for all of my kids because my kids had to wear these things. Nothing was sadder than to have to see my daughter uh, wearing this stupid thing on her face to go to school. So I made sure that I got these um, fake masks that they could wear. But we saw the heavy, heavy propaganda come at us from all. From everywhere. We, we, you saw Mayor de Blasio get on national TV at 10 o'clock in the morning eating a cheeseburger and telling you that if you get vaccinated, you can get this cheeseburger and an order of fries. Look at, look at just a clip of this. Sauten, did you say free fries when you get vaccinated? Um, I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this? Eat delicious fries? Wait a minute. But there's also a, a burger element to this. Let me let me check with Bill Needhart. Is it too early in the day to eat a burger? Not. This can be breakfast. Okay. I want you to look at this and think about. Again, some people love hamburgers, some don't. Really want to respect all ways of life. But if this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mmm. Vaccination. Mmm. <laughs> I'm getting a very good feeling about vaccination right this moment. 
it looks like a Saturday Night Live skit, but this was real. This was on TV at 10 o'clock in the morning. He's eating a cheeseburger and fries and telling you to get vaccinated for your health. He's, he makes a joke out of it. Oh, is it too early to have breakfast? No. Heart disease is killing more people than anything else in this country. This guy's eating a cheeseburger and fries in the morning for breakfast and telling you it's for your health. And you can get a free one just like me if you take this vaccine. They were giving you free beer, free Krispy Kreme, donuts, free lottery tickets, and then telling you that this was for your health. So if you had a question is, why are they have to convince so many people to take this stuff? What well, if you were to get into a time machine and bring a vaccine for the for the Black Plague and you were to go back into into the Middle Ages while the Black Plague killed like half the population that was living. If you were to go back there with a truck full of vaccines and you got off the truck and you said, hey, guys, we have this vaccine that's going to stop uh, the Black Plague. There would have been murder in the streets to get to that to that those boxes of vaccine. You would have they would have people would have been fighting, killing one another just to get it. Get a vial, shoot it right in my arm. Let me get it. You wouldn't have had to offer them free swords. You wouldn't have had to offer them free shields, free wine, whatever moonshine, whatever they drink. But you wouldn't have to offer them anything for free. They'd be coming to get it. But people weren't coming to get it. Why? Because you looked around, people got COVID, got over it, and it was no big deal. So I've seen now, again, I, I, I worked all through the pandemic on the railroad as well. The railroad never once shut down. We had plenty of people get sick of COVID. And I have seen people that didn't get vaccinated, get sick and get really badly sick with COVID. I've also seen people that weren't vaccinated get COVID and it was nothing more than a common cold. I've seen the same thing on people that got vaccinated that got meh, COVID. Eh, it wasn't so bad. Mild case. I also seen people that got vaccinated get violent cases of COVID. So it, it, it didn't seem like the vaccine made a difference either way, as far as I'm concerned. Maybe you had different experiences. I'm sure many of you listening uh, either had it yourself or dealt with it. Me, I didn't get it, never got vaccinated, never had an issue. I never even took a test. I took one test during the entire pandemic, and that was when I was going out to cover the Super Bowl uh, out in L.A. when the Bengals were playing the uh, Rams. We did a virtual interview with the players, and then I was invited to go out to do the in-person, but I had to show a, a proof of a test, and that was kind of ridiculous. Nobody even asked for the test, by the way, and then when I went in to go take the test at a CVS, I walk in, and the girl goes, oh, do you have a, and she's behind bulletproof glass there. Oh, do you have a, a, a mask on? I don't have a mask. Oh, get one out of the thing. So I get the mask, and I put it on, and then she hands a thing through, through the, oh, okay, uh, pull the mask down and, and put this in your mouth. It's what? It so I put the mask on, take it off, give it the, I'm like, what are, we, what are we doing here? Anyway, I tested negative, went out there. Nobody even asked for this thing. They had us outdoors for both the Bengals and the Rams. And I'm like a $6 cab ride away from the players asking them questions. Like they got us so far away. It was, Anyway, that, that's another story. But we kept seeing them pull out all the stops. Then it became, we have to mandate it now because the, the free Krispy Kremes and the free beer and the free burgers wasn't, wasn't cutting the mustard. So now we have to force it. We're going to mandate it. If you don't take it, we're going to fire you. So you had nurses in New York City who were declared heroes at the, at the onset of this pandemic. Now, all of a sudden, if they didn't take this shot, they were out. We're throwing you out to the street. You had thousands and thousands of nurses get fired lose their job because they weren't getting vaccinated. I had people that took the vaccine because they were afraid of, they didn't want to lose their job. So you force people to make decisions they didn't want to make. And the same thing now, the school system's being shut. 
uh, uh, real quick on this though too i wanted to make this point i i, I it never came to that on the railroad it, it only came to uh take a test which i never had to do i never i never had any issues with this but i was we were worried that they were going to force it on the railroad and they were going to say if you don't get vaccinated you're fired I, you know i'm 20 plus years on a railroad where i was worried about that it didn't come but i was more than willing I, what i was doing at that time was i was looking online to buy the fake arm the ones that the doctors uh practice putting needles in they have them they're like six seven hundred bucks they look realistic i was gonna sew that that shit to my my jacket and then go in there and try to get them to shoot it into the fake arm i was gonna try that route but didn't didn't come to that thank god it would have been interesting to to see how that went down so anyway they they went to forcing it and mandating and parents now were home with their kids I had my, I had three of my kids go to Catholic school, one public. The public school son, he never went back to school. He never went to eighth grade at all. He missed it completely. So he was in seventh grade when it started, missed half of seventh, all of eighth, and then went into high school. My, my, my oldest guy was in eighth grade. He missed the end of eighth grade, and he went in freshman year. But the freshman year, it wasn't the same. It did so much damage to these kids. And this is why I say I, I think we deserve the debate between – this Dr. Hotez and uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Because we deserve it. We went through all of this. We, we, you know, so many lives were ruined, not just from the coronavirus itself, because of the response to the coronavirus. So I think we deserve it as Americans. Let's hear it. Why not play it out? Don't give me the horseshit answer. Oh, oh, I don't debate with racists and Nazis or whatever they're calling Joe Rogan now uh, or, or Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as well. Put it out there. If, if, if your statement and your testimony and your facts hold water, then hold them up to the fire. And let's see. Let, let's let the best man win. And again, I, like I said, I had Dr. Robert Malone on First Class Fatherhood. And here was Dr. Malone, what he had to say as a warning to parents about the vaccines. Your children are at, unless they have a pre-existing major condition like cystic fibrosis or cancer, they have virtually zero risk of dying from COVID. In fact, their immune systems are so strong, they shred, they kick this thing off, and it actually gives them the superior form of immunity compared to the vaccine, of the immunity from the recovered infected individual, what we call, many people now call natural immunity. The children handle this really well. They have actually stronger immune systems. They have an organ right here in their neck called the thymus. It's much larger in children than it is in adults that teaches their T cells how to respond to things. And they are able to fight this off very well, but they are very much susceptible to the adverse events of the, the products, the vaccines. And so the incidence, most countries now are acknowledging the incidence of heart damage clinical heart damage that would put your child into the hospital for boys is in the range of one to three thousand to one four thousand give or take people children boys that receive the vaccine will have damage to their hearts from the vaccine okay that clip banned on tiktok the entire video banned on youtube i didn't hear listen to this clip from the florida surgeon general Dr. Joseph Latipo. Where do you hear this? Here was his advice to parents out there. And this got pulled down from Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube when I put it up as a short. Listen to his advice. 
the advice I have is for people to get back in touch with their intuition. Our intuition is our gift from God. That's where it comes from. And it is, you know, it's a voice that, that helps us know which direction to go when we've got, when we've got two paths to choose from. And right now, it's, it's, it's impossible, right? Oh, I'm saying, you know, I'm saying what I'm saying. So you know, Dr. Fauci is saying what he's saying. Someone else is saying what they're saying. You know, who do you believe? Well, touch, get in touch with your intuition. What's your intuition telling you about who you can trust? All he's saying is to trust your intuition. He's not telling you either way what to do. He's just saying, trust your gut, trust your intuition. Parents have that intuition to know what's right and what's wrong for their kids. So trust it. That got pulled down. I also had Dr. Peter McCullough, did an interview with him. That got pulled down. So anybody that contradicted in any way, anything that was said about the narrative that was being shoved down our throats was pulled off the air. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I think all of us who made it through the pandemic, which is the majority of people that weren't vaccinated, but even though Joe Biden, Joe, President Joe Biden said it was going to be the pandemic of the unvaccinated, they kept trying to scare you, kept trying to shame you. And it didn't work because at one point, if you didn't get vaccinated, that was it. If you were willing to lose your job over it, there was no way they were going to force you to do it. And so they keep trying to tell you, you know, the, the vaccine worked. What did it work? What did it do? What if you could go back in time and never get the vaccine done, we'd be in the same exact place we are. In my opinion, we'd be in the same exact place we are. Natural immunity would have taken its course. And if we didn't shut down, which was a huge mistake, if we didn't shut down, if we, if we would have the right play, the right play was to tell the old people 60 and up, 65 and up, especially those that have any comorbidities, you stay home. And we're going to bring you DoorDash and whatever other supplies you need. We're going to drop them off. But stay home. Everybody else, play ball. That's what should have been done. Unless you also have comorbidities. If you're suffering from a disease or whatever it is, stay home. If you're a healthy human being under the age of 65, 60, 65, you should have been allowed to go about your business. They should have never shut anything down ever. And I think we'd be, we would have been at a faster pace for natural immunity. And this thing wouldn't have lasted nowhere near as long as it did. Then again, I'm not a scientist. That's just my opinion. From watching this craziness, seeing people that I know, again, like I said, I, I know people that, that shoot heroin and do some crazy shit. All of a sudden, they were afraid to leave their house. They put a mask on in their own house. Like, what happened to you? Like, you, it was the fear tactics that were used against the American people. The American people deserve the debate. So I hope then pray that we get a chance to see it. And I think we should see more of them. I think Dr. Fauci needs to get on a debate stage. Debate Dr. Malone. That's what we need to see. I asked Dr. Malone about that. Uh, here, here, real quick, this is what he had to say about that. Sitting down with Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci is a snake. He will say anything. I grew up in California. In California, we got a lot of rattlesnakes. And you don't have a discussion with rattlesnake. You either avoid the rattlesnake or you get yourself a shotgun. All right. So I'm going to stop harping on this right now. It just makes me so angry. I think that if you're somebody that wasn't vaccinated and had to eat all this crap all throughout the pandemic, you probably feel just like me, angered and ticked off at what's been going on, how you've been treated, the way you've been talked to. It's very, very frustrating and aggravating, especially if you had kids that had to go through this entire thing. Uh, it, it was uh, it was a big, big mishandling of this entire thing. And I think, I don't know, I don't want to get into any more of it. I want to leave it at that. But uh, again, I, I think it should be open for debate. 
I wanted to hit this story here in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is at an elementary school, fourth graders that are forced to, to listen to this book about pride. This is going to make you cringe. So fourth grade, we're talking what, 10-year-olds, right? Prepubescent uh, kids that are reading this book. Take a, take a look at this video. For those of you who are just listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you want to see these clips that I'm showing, jump on over to Rumble, watch it over here, but take a listen to this and how disgusting this is. Uh, well, it stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer. Cool. Now, let's have a book about Pride Month. G is for gender. Some people guess about how you base on how you dress or how your body looks. How cringe is it to listen to these little kids, Randy? You could see the kids that are sitting there. They, they want nothing to do with this. They're not paying attention to this th- thing that's going on. But you're reading this stuff. L is for lesbian. And you're, you're, you're doing this to little kids, 11 years old. For what? And here's the, here's the caveat here. here here's, the, here's the biggest problem with this. The parents of this elementary school were not informed. They were not told. That this was going to happen. That their children were going to have to listen to a book about bisexuals and lesbians. Their 11, 10-year-old, 10, 11-year-olds were going to be told this. The parents were not informed. And, of course, the principal, oh, that was an oversight. Uh, going forward, we'll, uh, we'll make sure the parents know about it. Shame on you. But this is why you have to pay attention now more than ever as a parent in this country. Because this is what's happening. You, you're gonna, your ten-year-old is gonna come home from school saying, "Oh, mom, what did what, you do in school today?" Oh, we talked about lesbians and bisexuals. Little ten-year-old kid, you wouldn't allow, you wouldn't allow them to uh, read a book or watch a movie that's got that kind of content in it. But yet, you're gonna read it. You're gonna have little kids read it out loud in school. For what? So I just thought that that really made my uh, just as a as a parent and a father, man. We we parents got to stay on your post. This is this is ridiculous, and it's going to keep getting worse during these Pride months. Here's a good story, though. I wanted to, I wanted to close out on, and then I'm going to share a couple of clips for those that are interested to see some of the appearances I made over the weekend. This is a great story. Mel Gibson becomes a real life action hero here in a lot of ways. He helps to dismantle a pedophile ring. Now, the Breitbart had this news story up. Uh, there was uh, Mel Gibson provided valuable intelligence on a pedophile ring in Ukraine. They were attacking and using uh, Ukraine children. He was working with Operation Underground Railroad, which is run by Tim Ballard. Uh, I, I've, I was close to having an interview with Tim Ballard. I got to try to see if I get him here on the Alec Lay show. It would be great. But he runs this organization, Operation Underground Railroad, going after these pedophiles. And you know. That that's not an easy job to take on because you're dealing with a $34 billion global sex trafficking market. Now, $34 billion, I think, is a low ball. God only knows what the market really is. And that tells you how many sick bastards are involved in trafficking little kids and how many people there's a big there has to be a big demand for that kind of supply but here comes mel gibson there were rumors about him working on a series uh, about child sex trafficking that seems to be not true but what is true is that he provided information to tim ballard where he was able to use the operation underground railroad to go in and bust up this huge international pedophile ring. I don't know why that story is not more, more out there. I think this, I think the fact that it's become the most lucrative 
industry in the world. I, I would think second only to drugs, guns. It's got to be right up in there with them. It's a huge market. I don't know why it's not talked about all the time whenever these predators are caught. But I, I would love, I'm one that would love to see them bring back to catch a predator. I think, I think every single police, major police department in this country should have just one specific uh, group or, 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 or person that's, that's just designated to go after these pedophiles just the way that they did during that to catch a predator. Uh, I think that's what we deserve and, and all major cities should have it. Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe it's underground, but I think we should hear more about it. So there you go. Mel Gibson helping to bust a pedophile ring. God bless him and God bless Operation Underground Railroad with Tim Ballard for the work that they're doing. We definitely need uh, more heroes like them out there for our kids to protect them. All right. So I wanted to share with you now over the weekend. I did. Um, I, I was on Sean Hannity's show radio program. I also was on The Bottom Line on Fox Business with Sean Duffy and Dagan McDowell. So I want to share a little, just here's a clip from my appearance on there. More, more damaging than that is when he says that, you know, we have to remember something, that children belong to all of us. He says that there's no such thing as somebody else's child. These children belong to all of us. The press secretary backed that up. Children don't belong to the government. They don't belong to the state, and they don't belong to the school system. They belong to their parents as a blessing from God, and we got to keep that straight. Well said. And you guys have heard me say that right here on the Alec Lay Show. I, I can't believe that we're listening to a guy who once told you some, oh, if you get vaccinated, you're not going to get COVID. Here's the same guy telling you that there's no such thing as somebody else's child, except his granddaughter. That She's definitely somebody else's child. But your kid uh, doesn't belong to you. It belongs to all of us. And, I'm, and you've heard me blast that here on the Alec Lay Show. I did it there on the bottom line. Uh, Sunday for Father's Day, I was on Newsmax. Uh, here's what I had to say. Here's a clip of my segment over there. Reports out there, Alec, about young men not wanting to get married, not wanting to even date, have families. Uh, there's pornography, social media are among the causes for all of that. But what's your message to young men about the importance of fatherhood? Well, if you listen to First Class Fatherhood, the podcast, I've interviewed over 700 dads from all walks of life. And despite the fact whether they won an Academy Award, a Super Bowl MVP, they say, you know what, despite these accomplishments, nothing has given me fulfillment in life like becoming a father. So listen to them guys who you know for being famous for these other things. But who they are on the football field, who they are on the big screen is nothing compared to who they are as fathers. And we need them to be ambassadors for fatherhood. Absolutely. And Tom is right there. There are too many young guys out there, too many young people out there that are being told to stay away from marriage, that they shouldn't get married, shouldn't start a family, shouldn't have kids. And I, I, I am a complete advocate for fatherhood, a complete advocate for family life. Start early, start young, have many. That's my advice to all the young uh, people out there that listen to this show or listen at all, because uh, it, it is the greatest thing that you're ever going to do in your life is to start a family. So start it as soon as you can. Don't wait for the happiness to begin. Start it now. Start it early. All right, so those are the stories I got for you guys here today. I will be back on Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here with a live broadcast on Rumble. Working on some great guests, so stay tuned. Follow me on Instagram, at The Alec Lace Show. Follow me on Facebook, The Alec Lace Show. Follow me on Twitter, at Alec Lace. Got some great guests in. I'm hoping that I can have an announcement on Thursday. So check back with me here on Thursday. I will announce an upcoming guest. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for tuning in here. Don't forget, rate or review. Help me build the presence over here on Rumble or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. 
So God bless all you parents out there. God bless you listeners. God bless our first responders and our military. God bless America. And I will catch you on Thursday.